Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 462 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Sam. Welcome along to your weekly fix of randoms, technology and life. And this is 20... Happy, Happy New Year. Yeah. 2024, <laughs> first episode. Hello. Welcome. Uh, we're all refreshed. Had a break. Yeah. Some stuff happened. Did we have one week off? Two. One. 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 Yeah, okay. we, almost, we almost didn't. <laughs> and then I couldn't be bothered. I just couldn't be bothered, Chris. Yeah, a lot has happened. Um, well, for you, for me, very little has happened. That's good. You're the first person I've actually talked to in about a week and a half. Good, good, <laughs> good. You um, keep keeping not, up with things. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I'm, I'm on a budget, so I'm like oh, not right, going yep. anywhere doing anything. I'm just at home reading books and okay. TV. I'll kick this off. Uh, <laughs> Christmas was really good. My auntie and uncle are from England. Shout out to my uncle Nigel, auntie Aileen. Uh, they're here. My uncle's real crack up. He has a card trick that he needs to show every single person that he ever meets. Yeah. That's the one and only card trick he knows. So that's the thing. Is it good? Uh, it's okay. I think I, I mean, yeah, it's a card trick and he, he counts some cards and then he finds your card. That's it. Um, but he likes bringing that up a lot. He'll probably listen to this. He was asking a bit about this. I gave him some fridge magnets, the Chris and Sam podcast <laughs> fridge magnets. Hey, uh, he went to, they were in Australia first for a wedding. And apparently thing over there, when you're at a wedding, I don't know if it's everywhere in Australia or just the wedding. And I don't know if I'm going to cut this music in here or not. Eagle Rock, when that yeah. song comes up, they all drop their pants. What? There's video of my uncle on YouTube. It came on and they went, yeah. And then they all dropped their pants. And he was like, I better join in. I know what's going on. What the hell? So, oh, we need to ask Bex. Yes. Sounds Australian. <laughs> Sounds... I've never heard that before. So, at all. If anybody's listening and knows anything about this, jump on Facebook and make a comment on this Have episode. you come across this Jamie and, Oxley? And, yeah, and just tell us, because yeah, that, that's weird. I've never heard of that. No, I've never heard Because he te- they were telling me about it, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh how did you come across this? Well, we're in a cafe and the Eagle Rock came on and he jumped up and put his yeah, pants yeah, down yeah. and went, oh, is this only an Australian thing? <laughs> That's right. Uh, so we did some touristy stuff and uh, we went and did an escape room with five adults and three children. Okay. How young were the children just first? Uh, oh, you're going to put me on the spot here. 10, 10 11, 14? Not too bad then. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I wouldn't have taken anything. The problem I find, though, is well, a lot of these places, Chris, none of them have air conditioning. <laughs> their, their escape room is upstairs in a big warehouse-type situation called... Oh, I can't remember what the name of it is. There's a big place in Red that's got everything in it. Arcades, right. mini-golf, uh, tent, yeah, yeah. and the escape room. Uh, escape room was pretty good, and it was an interesting dynamic seeing all these people running... Ended up in three rooms, basically, um, this spread over three rooms. So you go through one and yeah, the other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're all running around doing stuff, and it's hard to f- keep track of where... Oh, and, and I did pick one that was mainly locks. So it was like a ton of um, combination locks. Right. There was locks on everything. And I understood the concept straight away. It was like, get six cards, put them on this gritty thing, and then the pictures on the grid of the superheroes matched up to the two locks, which is your two sets combos, and that's what our goal was to do that. Which yep. we did, 45 minutes. Great. But when somebody goes, I've got this thing, here it is. Okay, cool. And you're just trying to figure out where that came from and what it's for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's probably the only weird thing. It was all right. Do you, so it's been a long time since I've been 
you know, outside, outside. <laughs> outside. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah, incorporate and stuff. So, um, I, do you think there would be a good team building exercise, or do you think it would ruin some teams? It would break some teams. I'm pretty sure there's a few teams I've been in the past it would break. Sarah did it last year for um, uh, the previous Christmas for her work thing, yeah. and they weren't allowed to pick the room and they didn't pick their teams. So, oh, and it was a weird one. We had to keep crawling between the rooms, but through a fireplace. And so, um, no, it doesn't work for everyone, and it can be bad if you don't have a good team. A well-rounded team, or one that can communicate well. But I still think it would be a good I think challenge so. for the right team. Like, if you're a project team that are, are You do doing... have to pick the right room. Yeah. So anyway, that all happened. We came back from Rotorua, and everything shit hit the fan. I left my phone charger in the apartment we stayed at, tracked that down, rung him up. Oh, no, the, the, um, the cleaning team... Oh, that was a whole story anyway... Over Christmas and that, they were just a bit lackluster on doing anything, which is fine, but they didn't sort of tell us, whatever. And uh, no, no, the cleaning team hasn't found anything in that room. And I said, it's the far one on the ground exactly here. I will go have a look. Okay. No, no. Can you describe it to me? It's a white charging brick with a cable that plugs into it. Okay. Is there a name on the charging thing? And I was like, oh, I didn't name it. And I said, the brand is Momax. She goes, we do have that. Nobody could have made that up. So anyway, uh, my mum and dad's got that. How did you know the brand name was like? Is that is that a thing you bought? Or yeah, is that what yeah, came? Yeah. Oh, okay. no, no, like, it's, it, yeah, no. I, but I, you know, I remember these things. Yeah, okay. Uh, right. So that was all good. Then on the way back, we stopped and got petrol and Tidal at the BP. Opened the door. Asked Sarah if we wanted anything. Her bag fell out. Didn't think anything fell out. Turns out her glasses did. So they're gone. She's only got sunglasses. We realise that when we get home. And then uh, it's like, no worries, we'll ring the insurance in the morning, it's too late for them, can't ring them after 6pm apparently, for a claim. That's all good. I wake up the next morning, quarter past six, I've got all these weird messages on my phone from the police. Hey, you're the registered owner of this car, do you know where it is, I think is what it said. I was like, oh gosh. And in my head I was like, they better have just taken the number plates. (laughs) That's what I thought. I was like, just take the plates. Oh, ever the optimist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I look out the window, because um, it's like, I heard you just like stomping around. I didn't know what was going on. Um, but I went outside. My car wasn't there. There was a little bit of glass and my ignition barrel on the road. And a uh, blue Nissan wing road with the engine running with their ignition ripped out of another stolen car. And um, yeah, these... The, stolen car relay. Yeah, from one side of Hamilton to a very, uh, like weird spot really our cul-de-sac yeah yeah uh, and multiple cars they could have taken for whatever reason they wanted my car so they f- took that um the following day they found it out chartwell dumped and um they've done uh fingerprinting on it and i'm just waiting for the insurance people to look at it right so it's at the tow yard at so the moment you still don't know what nah. sort of state it's in well i rang the cop well, i spoke to the cop when they found it and i said hey um how stuffed this car? And he goes, oh, well, you got the broken window and the pulled ignition, which you should know about. And I was like, yep. And he goes, no, nah, they haven't crashed you or anything. I think they've been trying to rip your head unit out, though. But they haven't succeeded. I was like, oh. Oh, and um, there's some vodka cruiser bottles in the back. Are those yours? No. Okay, we'll be fingerprinting those. <laughs> good, good, good. So anyway, good times. Uh, not really. Pain in the ass, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you're careless at the moment. Yep. Oh, oh you, you've got it. I was like, oh, yeah, you drove around here. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So you've got a serious car at the moment. I do. Nice. Okay. Um, 
All right, that's uh, that's a hell of a start to. Well, it's the end of twenty three, you see, not the start of twenty four. So, so I guess that's things something. can only get better. Yeah. Oh, and then we had. Uh, I'll tell you afterwards, but basically, I will say OPSM are can dicks, spec savers. We like you. Good. Right. Okay. All right. All right. Because we sorted out the glasses thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I I I haven't done a lot. I've I've been doing a lot of reading and, and mucking around, and and I've done a lot of videos actually. But um, for for this course that I I had started, I haven't quite finished it. I had expected to get a lot more done in my two weeks off than I actually got done. Which so is not fine. okay, okay, which is fine. So not as productive as you hoped. Not as productive as. But I hoped. you but you don't have an external thing causing that. No, I'm no. just being. Basically, right. I bet you're wondering how many washboards the Columbus Washboard Company still sells annually. I didn't know what what was the washboard. A washboard? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, do right. your yep. washboard that you think. In the 1940s, they were selling a million plus of them, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that is. Sales okay. jumped by 57 percent in 2020 during the pandemic, and they're selling about 11,000 of them a year. But what for mainly? Music? Yeah, percussionists make up 40% of their sales. You imagine it. You're like, oh, this product is great for washing. Nah, mate, going to strum it. <laughs> yeah, well, because who's going to use it for washing? Now? I don't know, but it's, it's great like, that they can still keep making them. Yeah, yeah. No, they, like 11,000 cool. a year. I, I've got to talk about this. This is probably a couple of weeks old, but I, I, it just cracks me up every time I think about it. It keeps coming up. And I don't know, have you heard about the Trump stinks? No. When you start a story with, it cracks me up every time I think about it. I know it's Trump. <laughs> That's a problem. What's Trump stinks mean? What is it? Okay, so this was a trending Twitter um, hashtag, right? Mm. And what happened was Adam Ken- Kensinger, who's a, um, a congressman from... I'm enthralled. Uh, Carry on. A Republican congressman yeah. goes... He said offhandedly in, in some interview, he goes, what gets me is... Why has nobody said anything about um, the odour of Donald Trump? Oh, does he physically smell? He actually physically smells. Oh, he has okay. this really distinctive body odour, <laughs> probably, um, that he covers up with or tries to cover up with this cologne and all this stuff, oh. but it just smells really odd. Oh, and, okay, okay. And, and he said, I'm, I'm just surprised that nobody ever mentions this. And he he said that as an offhanded comment, and then all these other people went, "Yeah, no, that's true. He stinks." He but stinks. you wouldn't really bring it up, though, would you? No, and, like, and then it's like, okay, um, that it, it's amusing, and because you know it's funny because Trump picks on everybody. Oh yeah, no, I get but, that. But. but then then all of this came out. There's a a, a link here um, <coughs> with a that includes an interview on camera. With a guy that worked on The Apprentice, and he called it, he said um, the inside name for it was The Shit Show. And the reason we called it The Shit Show oh. was that in the 80s, Donald did so much coke and uppers and barbiturates oh, yeah, that he, he lost the, he became control. incontinent. Oh, yeah. right. Okay, okay. And okay. so he wears an adult diaper. Yeah, we've seen a photo of that in the past somewhere. I've seen. Have you? Yeah, yeah, they I hadn't seen that. There's a picture of him golfing and he's wearing like weird giant white shorts. And they're like, it looks like he's wearing a incontinence thing. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. So apparently he's been wearing them since the late 90s oh, and okay. early oh, 2000s. Um, and and there's a couple of cases where he goes, he l- loses, cont- he gets angry and, oh. he, and he loses control. And you can smell, it like the cameraman's like, oh, God, he's just shit himself. And one of the guys, his job, they called him wet wipes. Oh, I'll go help <laughs> sort it out. Because his job was to All help right. clean them up. And he ended up being one of the people at the White House working at the White House. Okay. The wet wipes dude. I've forgotten his name now. But it's just, oh, my God, you couldn't make this stuff up. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's just what it is. I'm not going to pile on too much on that one. <laughs> really? Nah. Uh, okay. Uh, no, like, he can't, like he, he can't help it. Dude, if he can pick on people for everything under the sun. Yeah, he, yeah And he can't handle being picked on for being diaper don, because they said that's where that Nickname came from. It's not from nowhere. They, and he said also, you can see one of the when he appears in the WWE or WWF back in the day. Um, you can see the the diaper under his um, yeah under his clothes that he's wearing. If you look at the old video, so yeah, I, I yeah, it cracked me up. I thought it was hilarious. The Herald have published New Zealand's embarrassing tech failures part one. I don't know if part two's out, but the interesting thing is you may have been involved in some of these. Oh no. What are we talking about? We're talking about, like, New Zealand as a whole, embarrassing tech failures. Yeah. So, Telecom's Ferret. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Sort of involved in that. Yeah. Born in 2005, put down uh, later in 2009, $30 million. There was many questions about this virtual shopping mall, including why why Why? could you just not look at products on its website? Yeah, why could you look at its products on its website but not buy an item? Why misspell Ferret? They were never answered. Here's another one you may have been involved in. Telecom's XT launch. Uh, yes, I went to the, um, the, the uh, what do you call uh, the advertising agency that did it. Yeah. Because I was so involved with yeah. it that I, I got it. I thought you were. I, I thought you I, were. I, your fingerprints I, I are all over the this. Launching, I went to the launch party for that. And I had this huge thing that I actually did got really uh, big kudos within the organization for organizing something around the XT launch. So what happened was, this is going to bore you now. No, no, you what, tell what me. What happened yeah. was, um, if you ordered one of these new XT phones, yeah. we used to send out a letter saying, you've got this phone, you know, yeah, yeah. this is it. And what I did was, for the first time, this is easy now, but the first the time, time they the ever time. did it, if you ordered that phone, it, the letter came with a picture of that phone. It showed you all the, it had the th- bullet points around yeah, it, yeah, it showed yeah. oh, everything, cool. and it was the first graphic um, image that we sent out as letter that was responsive to what you ordered. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I got a pay rise from that. Nice, because they basically <laughs> said like they they enlisted Richard Hammond to promote it, and I saw the picture and I was like, oh, I vaguely remember him doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the network fell over four times. Yes, and they launched it too quickly. Um, the low point was Telecom staff had to hand out SIM cards for its rival Two Degrees at the Canterbury DHB. Um, $10 million was paid to compensation to customers, and the branding was dropped, um, and the campaign with Hammond also. And it says here, um, oh, an apology advertisement which featured Chief Executive Paul Reynolds talking to camera while fly fishing at a remote stream somehow failed to mollify customers. <laughs> Imagine that. Hey, guys, I'm so sorry. Uh, the only <laughs> winner was Hammond, who played it for laughs in his live shows. Nova Pay makes a mention as a failure, and then Weedle. Remember that? That was a trade me head to head thing. It was no, like I don't remember that. Yeah, at all. so um one of the main freight co founders 
uh, sort of did it, um, and then it was around about 2020, uh, 2012, and it died in 2014. So they had that. They had the 2019 Rugby World Cup, New Zealand versus South Africa, where they were trying to, Spark was trying to live stream it everywhere, and that failed. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's where we're at. I don't know what part two is, but I'm hoping that you'll be part of that too. <laughs> I knew you had something to do with one of these. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I really remember the XT launch because uh, it was, oh, I won't mention the branding company, it was a big global branding company, yeah. but I went and uh, spent the night at a Flash Hotel up in Auckland, went to the launch party for the branding agency and they spent a crap load of money on us. Yeah, of course. That's nothing. It's really cool. (laughs) So, for me, XT was a huge success. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Hey, in the MIT Technology Review website, which we all uh, love and check out daily, uh, this company's designed a high-tech mouth guard that might help prevent concussion. Okay. So... Basically, it says here, when athletes or soldiers have a concussion, never really thought about the soldier aspect of it, but they're obviously getting smashed all the time. Yeah, well, they get concussion from blasts. Yeah, 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 that's what I was thinking. So they said, it's a mystery at the moment that some people get concussion, some don't, and what causes and what doesn't. So now they've got these measuring devices, and it is just a a fancy mouth guard. Um, And it can remove, uh, it has all the data, it gives immediate warning. Oh, so it's like got the accelerometers in it to see how far you can I guess so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it can give immediate warning that that person has to be removed from either war or play or whatever to help protect them from brain damage. And it's called Prevent Biometrics. So it's pretty cool. They've got a whole package. You can buy a whole case of them. Comes with all the software, comes in a big rolling case. Um, Yeah. No, that, that's a great idea. And particularly, uh, you know, the, a rugby team or whatever, they should definitely be doing that, you know. Like the Chiefs or, you know, any 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 um, big one team of the, like that. Oh, actually, one of the biggest things for the United States Army is for the paratroopers. When they're landing. Yeah. Yeah, so they're doing that. And they said, yeah, they just get up and even if they have a bad landing, they just get up and keep going. So that. Well, what are they going to do otherwise? Oh, my my mouth's beeping. I better just lie here. No, just I mean- <laughs> without no without the be- without the beeping mouth. Yeah, I know, know, I know. But, you know, what are they going to do when they get these things? They're still going to have to get on their feet and run. <laughs> I think whatever you make, you just have to get that sweet sweet government contract for the U.S. military. Yeah, doesn't matter what it is. Oh, hundred percent. That'd be great. Hey, um, did you? I, I've caught up on a couple of podcasts uh, okay. over the last couple of weeks, and I've. Listen to a couple of My First Million. Yeah. Did you listen to the one with Steph talking about a bunch of her internet pipes, you know, where she gets her good ideas? The funny thing with that is half the time they talk about something that's brand new, I'm just like, yeah, I know that. Yeah, Like, yeah. I'm just like, I just don't have an audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, okay, um, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. There was nothing, and it was amazing or whatever, but one thing did stand out a little bit, and she goes, yep the beginning of the year we've got a lot of or in january because i think this was in october or november okay podcast uh, in january we've got a lot of um patents coming open yeah which one were they talking about uh just in general she oh. was just talking about this is where you go to check it and she's t- talking about a couple of things which was interesting i only mentioned that because uh there's two that have been uh noted recently yeah Bambi The Reckoning is a horror film Good. that's coming up because the Bambi thing. Mm. And then there's a Mickey Mouse horror film coming out as well because that's now... Public Domain, public which I've just domain. put here. But oh, only, oh, yeah. only Steamboat Willie. Yeah, yeah. Mickey Mouse horror film unveiled as copyright ends. Yeah. yeah. 
So Corridor Slasher film. So Corridor Crew uploaded the full Steamboat Willie movie. Oh yeah. With no everyone goes, Oh, we thought we were gonna do something with it. And they're like, Nope. We just wanna say that we can release it. It's public domain, here you go. Yeah, because I think I've seen the full Steamboat mm. Willie movie. It's pretty crap. Um, <laughs> well, it's the first one. <laughs> yeah, it's the first, what do you I expect? Know, know, You're know, like, it's not up to Monsters, Inc. <laughs> or something else. Bro. They drew every frame by hand. Smoking yeah, yeah. a cigar, probably. Yes. No, no doubt, it's going no it, to... But, but then you've got that um, horror movie with Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, exactly. And who... Honey, honey and blood, or whatever. It was Who was called. talking about that? I don't think it was you, but somebody no. else. And it was just like, oh, it's really crap. But they sort of just went, oh, we can buy that mask. So one of these uh, mask people that I follow on Instagram, I follow all these people that make horror stuff for some reason. Yeah, yeah. One of them makes a horror Winnie the Pooh mask, and that's exactly what they're wearing in this film. Yeah, and they can just reference as Winnie the Pooh. So, yeah, you, even though this yeah, stuff's so, coming up, you can... Yeah. Yeah. I, anyway, it just it, what amused me as much okay. as anything else is that they just that the go-to thing for this is horror. Yeah, yeah, you totally. Know, yeah. Oh, this is coming available. How can we make it a horror? It's um, probably a lot easier than going romantic comedy. <laughs> musical. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. do you reckon? <laughs> yes. Yes. Winnie the that's, Pooh and... That's the lowest common denominator. But the reason I wanted to avoid saying that was because I didn't want to piss Adam off. Oh, <laughs> Ste- St- this summer, Steamboat Willie and Winnie the Pooh come out with Pooh Willie. <laughs> the romantic love story that you've always wanted. Free Pooh. I mean, free Willie. I, I mean- could never have, yeah. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. There's a company in the UK called um, Helix, with two X's, because that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. They're 3D printing some vehicles, and they're starting uh, a run of 100 single-seat vans, uh, little tiny vans. You sit in the centre, because that way they can just put them anywhere in the world. It doesn't matter. They've decided to do that. They use swappable batteries, and it's basically made of five 3D printed parts that click together. I don't know how I feel about that safety-wise. Uh, it says it reduces the manufacturing process up to 50%. Uh, in theory, it's cheaper, more sustainable. But I guess it's that scale thing. Mm. But if you could tap into something like that in uh, like the Asian markets where they've got like, r- r- rickshaws and stuff. Yeah. And it worked. But it's that battery thing again, eh? Like, the yeah, battery yeah. dies after so many cycles. Yeah. Although it's interesting because I've got this one here. Mm. Um, and it's a solid state battery. It's by Nio NIO, okay. which is a Chinese sort of Tesla comp- competitor, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they created this um, solid-state battery. So I don't think it uses lithium at all. Uh, from I read it a while ago. Um, it has uh, now solid-state chemical chemistry, now with nice. so- semi-solid-state chemistry, oh, yeah. allowing it to have greater energy density than a similar-sized lithium-ion battery. So this car, and it looks pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, they're really good looking. Yeah, uh, this car drove um, over a thousand kilometres on a single charge. That's cool. Thousand forty-four kilometres. I wonder how quick it can charge compared yeah, to the other they, ones. They drove it pretty conservatively. Oh yeah, of course they did. To, to hit they did. that target, but that, that that's pretty cool. Um, so I think that's got to be the thing because we can't. The way we're trying to do the screen energy thing, we have to have like 10 times as much lithium as we actually ever had before. And no time in the history of the, the world. world have we ever more than doubled the production of any one thing mm. within a five-year period. And here we're sort of going about tripling and 
talking about tripling and quadrupling a dozen things to yeah, make batteries. Yeah. You know, it's not going to happen. So we have to change how we do those batteries. So the solid state thing's pretty good. That's cool. So uh, BYD, the Chinese car manufacturer. Oh, okay. I was going to bring your own device. No, build your dreams. <laughs> oh, really? That's what's on the car. Oh, is that the? Oh, those are those things I've seen in the. I've seen those cars driving around. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, and I'm going, what the hell is that? Because it's just build your dreams on Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it is. Oh. That, and so they market themselves as the electric car company you've never heard of, right? Uh, there's a ton in Christchurch. If you go to Christchurch, they're everywhere. Like, yep. saw a ton down there. And what they've done is they are going to overtake Tesla for the amount of cars being sold anywhere in the world uh, in the next two months, I think, next month. Really? But that's how many there are. And what happened is they've, they've got... they had. Are two- they a good price thing? Um, I think they're comparable, yeah. And they've got two models that they've just released, and it's called... Oh, shit. Um, it's like a little sedan that's going to match up, because most of the BYDs here in New Zealand currently are big SUVs. Yeah. Yeah. And now they've got the sedan thing, and it's called a... I want to say a dolphin, but that's the wrong word. It's something like that, some aquatic animal, I think. And they've just started bringing them in, I think, and they reckon it's going to sell really well. Anyway, BYD, they're going to probably overtake Tesla in sheer numbers. I've... This, I haven't got this written down, but I've spent a little bit of time last night. I, I, thought, you gonna, I thought you were going to say money for a second. No, 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 no I haven't yeah, got no money. Uh, I, I spent time last night. I, I saw this thing when I was um, sort of working on the computer. I was listening to this thing on YouTube, and then I watched four hours of it this morning. This is, <laughs> Take, this, this okay. is why I haven't got things done. Okay, just imagine what he's going to say next. <laughs> this is welcome to my world. Okay, go. Okay, so this guy, Peter Zone, Zohan, Zohan. Um, the Zohan, yeah, okay. yeah. The Zohan. He's talking about. He's sort of like a futurist. He's a geopolitical um, talking about what's happening. Yeah, and a big part of it is demographics. And he's basically saying he's just got another new book out. Um, basically saying that China's going to collapse within the next ten years. Okay, right? so possibly ten years is the outside. It's going to happen before that, oh. and a very significant collapse. And I've watched, like I said, four of his. Keynote presentations yeah, yeah, on on yeah. on on things. You're all over the sky like a race. Yeah, all over it. Like and and it's it is. Is that everything due- he says makes sense? And yeah, it, it, from that point of view, it's quite scary. Okay, yeah. is it due to the population not growing so, enough? Yeah. So their population birth rate has dropped seventy percent. Yes. And we were all thinking, you know, oh, India's just overtaken. Um, the population of China just now, and da 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 da, and now that it's come to light that no, that actually happened about eight to ten years ago, yeah, yeah, and just nobody told us, <laughs> like, yeah. so it's a lot worse than we thought, mm. and the cost of labour in China is way higher than it is here, and places obviously like Mexico and India, which are the economic driving forces right now, so. Alongside that, there's the political thing with Xi. Um, he, I, I, I'll tell you the story because I think this is hilarious. So when Putin yeah. decided he was going to invade Ukraine, Ukraine. Yeah. right? Uh, one of the foreign ministers went over to see Putin and he's from the US and he goes, yeah, we know you're going to invade Ukraine yeah. because when you went into that secret meeting... In the safe, within the safe, within the safe, that there were no meeting minutes t- taken and all that. Yeah, we, a, we pr- printed that transcript to that call yeah. in the in the media. 
we know where you are at all times. So if you ever think to escalate to nuclear and you don't think the first missile we send is going to hit you personally, <laughs> you're dreaming. Okay. Right? And he's not made a nuclear threat no, since. No, no. He said, that's how good the Americans are at getting information. Okay. Said, but in China, they can't. And the reason they can't isn't because China's got better um, security, because they've actually got worse security than the Russians. The reason in China is Xi doesn't talk to anybody. Oh, right. It's all in his head. Yeah. So he d- nobody knows what he's going to do till he says it. Excellent. And he doesn't That's ask the anybody. And That's when, the way to do it. When that stupid spy balloon went over, yeah, yeah. he didn't know about it until after it had been shot down. Oh, because nobody in his government will tell him anything that goes wrong. Oh, yeah, so okay. they, a couple of Good. years ago, they had the, the rolling blackouts okay. throughout the whole of Beijing and, and yeah. to these provinces. He didn't know until Biden mentioned it to him in a, in a Zoom call. Oh. And he goes, what are you talking about? And then... So I'll chase that up. I'll, just, I'll, talk, I'll talk to my people about that. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, it's, it's scary stuff. Anyway, that's been my... This has been my morning. <laughs> Sounds enthralling and exciting. I yeah. uh, don't envy you um, <laughs> at all. Yes, yes. That this brings is why up- I'm single. Uh, <laughs> no, there, I'm sure there are other reasons. I, I, no, I was going to. No, I was going to say that. I'm sure there's people out there with the same interests. The problem is they've got the same interests. <laughs> Uh, the expression on his face as he said that was the funniest thing. Anyway, that brings us to the end of the podcast. We'll wrap this up, uh, yep. episode whatever. Um, <laughs> 462. So we're going to hit episode 500 this year. I know. We've got to do some planning for that. Yeah, it's not until the end, near the end of the year, so we've got some time. <laughs> we've got some time. Uh, hope the, I hope the start of the year has been good for you. Uh, thanks for listening, whoever you are. Shout out to my relatives who may or may not be listening. And um, what else? That's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Let's make uh, this year a good one. And, uh, yeah, look forward to hearing from you. Okay, see you next time. Bye. See ya. (laughs) Bit rusty. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.